This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, February 7th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The Patriot Act is quietly moving toward a temporary renewal with many troubling provisions intact. Julian Sanchez, research fellow at the Cato Institute, evaluates the range of bad options for the renewal of USA Patriot. So there was an extensive debate in the fall of 2009 leading up to the December pending expiration of three provisions of the Patriot Act that had been scheduled to sunset. And there was a temporary extension because further debate was necessary. Uh, And then in February, finally, uh, they approved a one-year extension on the premise that not really having had time to consider the kind of serious reform that was necessary, the intervening year would be used to consider the modifications that were necessary, in particular in light of uh, damning reports from the Office of the Inspector General revealing widespread and systematic use of national security letter powers. Uh, But we haven't really seen that in the intervening year. Uh, So what's happening now, as at the end of February, three provisions of the Patriot Act are again set to sunset, uh, we have this scramble to do another reauthorization with one uh, slightly substantial reform proposal offered by uh, Senator Patrick Leahy. Uh, But uh, at a meeting last week of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, who chairs the Senate's Intelligence Committee, has said, well, no, there's a time crunch now because we only have until the end of February before these provisions are set to expire. And so we need to do a three-year extension of those provisions. And actually, the legislation Feinstein has offered would also extend uh, for an additional year uh, the FISA Amendments Act of 2008, which... Uh, authorized programmatic surveillance. Essentially, it legalized uh, the Bush administration's warrantless wiretap program with a added patina of judicial oversight. Why is there a time crunch? Democrats had uh, an opportunity over the last year to uh, go through these provisions and examine them closely. Is it because the person in the White House is now somebody that presumably that they have a better relationship with? Yeah, as is so often the case, this is a, a deadline and a time crunch that's really of Congress's own making. Uh, we saw, again, going back to the Bush administration, a tendency to uh, essentially do dubiously legal things and then suggest that unless Congress acted to legitimize what the administration had already decided to do, uh, there would be chaos. It would be an emergency uh, because they had already set, uh, put in place uh, the, the machinery to, to do whatever they, they wanted, whether it was formally legal or not. Now, you talk about the national security letters, the widespread use of national security letters. Just remind people what what that was. What were those actions? National security letters are essentially a, a self-written search warrant. They are letters that uh, senior FBI agents uh, are able to give without judicial oversight to financial institutions and telecommunications providers de- demanding a whole range of uh, financial and electronic transaction records. Uh, they are uh, have exploded, really, since 9-11. So we see tens of thousands of these issued every year. Uh, and what the inspector general found, unfortunately, is that because they're so discretionary and so broad um, that agents had taken to simply requesting information using Post-it notes uh, in investigations where often uh, national security letters were actually not permissible tools. Uh, and uh, a more recent report from the Electronic Foundation Foundation analyzed uh, about 800 
reports to the Intelligence Oversight Board between 2001 and 2008 of potential uh, intelligence violations, rule, violations of either the law or of internal guidelines. And it found that about a third of those were accounted for by problems with the use of national security letters. Unfortunately, these are not uh, one of the three provisions of the Patriot Act that are set to expire uh, at the end of February. But one of the reforms that Patrick Leahy has proposed in his uh, legislation, and this is, by the way, almost identical to legislation that he proposed last year. So it's not like there's a time crunch because, uh, you know, Congress has never seen the proposals Leahy is floating before. Uh, it's the same, same proposals he proposed last year. And one of the things he, he wants to do is add a sunset so that at the end of three years, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a requirement to really take a look at how national security letters have been used and whether they really are as necessary as the FBI has always claimed. How has the Obama Justice Department dealt with uh, provisions of the Patriot Act potentially expiring? So the administration's official stance has always been uh, one that I think is actually quite reasonable, that the three provisions of the Patriot Act that are set to sunset, and that's Section 215 business records orders, uh, lone wolf authority to surveil non-Americans in the U.S. Uh, who are not necessarily uh, linked to a foreign terror group, and roving wiretaps that allow a wiretap to follow a target from phone to phone and uh, online account to online account, uh, that it wants these renewed, but that it's open to civil liberties modifications. While it says this, however, uh, what we saw last time around was that when legislation was offered containing uh, any kind of civil liberties safeguard, it wouldn't publicly take a stance against them, but the Justice Department would basically launder amendments stripping away those new safeguards through Republicans. So you saw Jeff Sessions, a uh, Republican senator, introducing language written by Obama's Justice Department, removing civil liberties safeguards even while the Obama administration was officially taking no position on them and expressing its openness to these kinds of modifications. What is likely to happen with these uh, renewals in the next weeks or months? So we are very close to the sunset of these three expiring provisions. It seems uh, almost inevitable that they're going to be renewed in some form or another. Ideally, they'd be renewed in a form that create some additional safeguards, as Leahy had proposed. A second best would be to do a short-term renewal for a few weeks or months, perhaps, so that there would be more leisure to debate the kinds of reforms that are necessary. Uh, what I think we don't want to see is the kind of thing Mike Rogers has proposed. He's a new uh, chair of the uh, House Intelligence Committee, which is a, a one-year reauthorization, again, that puts the debate about the Patriot Act and national security in the middle of a presidential election year. Uh, certainly not what Chuck Grassley has proposed, which is to just make the lot of these provisions permanent so that there isn't another occasion to revisit them and to look at how they've been used. Um, of the options on the table, Leahy's is probably the best of a bad uh, set of alternatives. If, if it seemed like there was some kind of will to say, no, we really need to debate this stuff and, and actually fixing the problems that we've seen with expanded surveillance authorities is, is really actually even more important than making sure that these particular authorities remain in place uh, without interruption, uh, then we might actually see some willingness to, to take this issue up and give it the serious scrutiny it deserves. But this is one of those unfortunate situations where Republicans and Democrats generally agree the only uh, senator to vote against the Patriot Act was also one of, a few, one of few senators who were willing to hold the Obama administration uh, feet to the fire, and that was Russ Feingold. 
Yeah, unfortunately, we no longer have Russ Feingold, who last year proposed the only really substantive intelligence reform that would take a serious look at those authorities and, and really sort of overhaul them uh, to, to better protect civil liberties. Um, it seems like now, as often as not, it's Democrats like Dianne Feinstein who are scuppering attempts to at least begin the process of necessary reform. Julian Sanchez is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more on civil liberties and intelligence gathering at cato.org.